0: we mm-hmm.
1: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay nog and we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of Mar-a-Lago, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Gloating. Is that your new thing, just gloating as usual? Like for the last three, four episodes, just gloating on the intro.
2: You know, we had a tech stuff guy who previously pointed it out, and I thought, you know what? They talk about the rock... Running for president, which I would defeat him very quickly, but uh, I thought you know what, let's do it. We'll do, we'll do the
1: Trump instead of the Rock. The Trump. I wanted to ask you. Uh, I know this is not on the agenda, but what celebrities, in your mind, do you think would be good candidates uh, for president? Since you were technically businessman slash celebrity TV personality, and you became president. And what other celebrities do you think would be good candidates for presidency?
2: I would say possibly Macaulay Culkin.
1: Why Macaulay Culkin?
2: You know, I worked with him uh, on Home Alone too. Right. And uh, very talented at a very young age. Okay. And I remember he asked me for advice. He was like, sir, how do you act so well? And, you know, I shared with him some... But he showed great Wait, he was
1: asking you for acting lessons?
2: He was, because he said he thought I did so great in the scene. He was like blown away. He was like, you're like, don't even do this, sir. And he, and he called me sir, so he's a respectful kid. But I, I think he was very talented at a young age, which shows sort of very good smarts. But he also had respect and also knew when to ask questions and know different things. So I'd say uh, Macaulay Culkin would be a... I think he has sort of the talent... To be a strong president.
1: President Colkin. I could see it. Is is there anyone else or just Macaulay Culkin?
2: Well, Ivanka was on The Apprentice, which was, so, you know, so she has sort of the similar experience as me. I think she would be uh, probably our greatest president other than me, maybe even better than me. I don't say that about a lot of people, but I would say it about her. Okay. You know, if it was a race to be the best president, they'd say, and it's Ivanka by a hard nipple.
1: <laughs> Too dirty for a title, but that's funny, Mr. President. <laughs> uh, how's your week going?
2: Uh, so far, it's a strong
1: week where,
2: you know, I was I was going viral again. I'm not even on Twitter and I was going viral. They had me giving a strong speech at somebody's wedding at Mar-a-Lago or some event. At, I don't know what, it, what the hell it was. At some event at Mar-a-Lago.
1: So is that how you get onto social media by making your speeches at Mar-a-Lago and having people capture you on their social media accounts?
2: I think it's a strong technique. I think it's been working. You know, the, the, the world, they miss me so much. Even the haters, but certainly the great Patriots, they miss me. So, uh, you know, it's tough, it's tough not having social media, but we're making it through.
1: When is your social media platform coming out? We've been hearing so much about it. Is there a release date yet?
2: Uh, we're working very strong. We're hoping for a possible June 14th, which is my birthday and flag day, but also we could do 4th of July as well. I mean, what better way to celebrate the country and freedom than having their greatest president free again to do social media?
1: Are you trying to upstage uh, Sleepy Joe? Because he's talking about July 4th as this monumental date for COVID. Okay, excuse me.
2: He thinks July 4th is in August. Okay, he has no clue what he's doing.
1: (laughs) But he thinks that July 4th is going to be this date where people can slowly start to really gather socially I have. You, I don't know if you've seen CDC um, regulations and rules, but now if you're vaccinated, yes. If you you're can...
2: if you're on a football field by yourself and you've had eight Moderna <laughs> shots, you may jerk off silently without a mask. Great, <laughs> great medical advice. Love Fauci. He's always the best. That guy. I didn't read that one. That must have been. If, If you have lived in a bubble for six months and have had Pfizer up your ass and Moderna in your mouth, you may go to an abandoned nuclear test site in Nevada and eat a sandwich without a mask. Oh, that's great. Thank you, CDC. Great, great wisdom from a radical left scientist.
1: Well, it just said that if you're vaccinated now, you can actually... Congregate with people who are vaccinated and not wear a mask outside and hang out with them. That's really what has just come out.
2: In the ba- you know, and in Florida right now they just legalized uh, sixty nine for everybody. <laughs> okay, so I like what Florida is doing—total freedom, total no restrictions. So it's, you know, the rest of the world can be. Oh, you can, you can. See your friend, if you see your friend eight miles away outside, you can take off a mask if you've gotten all three vaccines. It's a total joke. Florida has it right. Uh, Ron De, the great Ron DeSantis, by the way. he uh, and he, Yes, he just received the title. He received the title of the great Ron DeSantis. You know we only wow. use that for certain people.
1: I know. I'm shocked.
2: And Ron, De, Ron knows that it can be taken away. He knows that the great title can be taken away. So I think he's going to be very respectful now that he has it.
1: Does he ever come to Mar-a-Lago?
2: Uh, we've seen I've seen him in Mar-a-Lago, but he's a very busy guy. You know, he actually, he does the job. Unlike some of these radical left governors, he's he's actually doing the job. Smart guy, talented, Trump supporter, and he wants the state open. He wants the state open. He's he's declared this Friday, Raw Dog Friday Night in Florida.
1: It's wait, it's called Raw Dog Friday Night.
2: Yes. Did I stutter? I. It's a very... Uh... No, he has said there will be fines and prison for anybody who wears a condom.
1: So, so you're telling me Florida has outlawed condoms? They, the are so pro freedom. they are so pro-freedom.
2: They are so pro-freedom. And so they totally anti the CDC. Condoms are now illegal in Florida as of Friday night. Raw dog Friday night.
1: um that's that's amazing um i wanted to talk to you about did you see this new ad for the cia she is
2: latina she is chubby she has kids she has mental health problems she likes it in the ass she's everything she's pan non-binary trisexual with uh you know a case of covid she's everything it's one of the worst ads i've ever seen
1: do you think we should play it for our listeners in case they have not heard it yet?
2: I, I you do have that te- Does the tech stuff guy have that technology?
1: I I do have it right now. I can play it for our listeners.
2: Oh, on your phone? I thought you were going to do it. Well, minutes. I could. I you... could.
1: I could. I don't have it uploaded. It's okay.
2: You know what? You know what? I won't. you don't get a point for it, but I'm not going to take a point away either.
1: Okay. Um, play it pe- for them. People should. You want me to play it for them? Please. Okay.
2: And that was a sarcastic
1: please, by the way. When I was 17, I
0: quoted Zora Neale Hurston's How it Feels oh. to Be Colored Me in my college application essay. The line that spoke to me stated simply, I am not tragically colored. There is no sorrow dammed up in my soul nor lurking behind my eyes. I do not mind
2: at all. At 17, I had no idea what life would bring, but sorrow sentiment. Matt Gates, if so you're 17, that's what life brings
0: <laughs> then, and now, nothing about me was or is tragic. I am perfectly made. I can wax eloquent. On you can co- lose a couple of pounds, English, babe. While also belting de mis amores in Spanish. Illegal. Or I can change a diaper with one hand and
2: console a crying toddler with the other. That's impressive. I'm a woman of color. It's also, it's also disgusting. Oh, she's a woman a of color. You know what you get
0: with this gen generalized anxiety disorder.
2: OK, you're a mess, in other words. But my
0: existence is not a box checking exercise. I am a walking declaration. A woman whose inflection does not rise at the end of her sentences, suggesting that a question has been asked.
1: I did not sneak to CIA.
0: My employment was not and is not the result of a fluke or slip through the cracks.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was.
0: And I earned my way up the ranks of this organization. I am educated, qualified, and competent. And sometimes I struggle. I struggle feeling like I could do more, be more to my two sons. And I struggle leaving the office when I feel there's so much more to do. I used to struggle with imposter syndrome, but at 36, I refuse to internalize misguided patriarchal ideas of what Oh
2: my God, it's like a, it's like an annoying college campus became a person. Like
0: I'm supposed to apologize for the space I occupied rather than intoxicate people with my effort, my brilliance. I am proud of me, full stop. My parents left everything they knew and loved to expose me to opportunities they never had. Because of them, I stand here today a proud first generation Latina and officer at CIA. I am unapologetically me. I want you to be unapologetically you, whoever you are. Know your worth, command your space.
2: Ten billion dollars. What a disgraceful ad and this is this. they want us to feel safe. Now our CIA. They're killers, the CIA, but now they're woke.
1: I just don't understand the ad, really. Is it for the CIA or is the ad for like...
2: I'm a woman with 500 different things about me and I can also be ruining the CIA while I do them.
1: (laughs) I have all these issues. I felt like that
2: was a Lin-Manuel Miranda opening to like his new musical, CIA, a rap (laughs) musical about a fat Latina ruining our country.
1: <laughs> CIA the rap musical. <laughs> it's just I don't understand. The CIA was mentioned I think once during the whole entire ad. I think you, if you want to share you that the CIA Putin, is
2: you think Putin or g is scared now that they know our CIA is like a Lynn Manuel Miranda commercial.
1: Or that our CIA can change a diaper with one hand and and sue the toddler with the other. Right. I mean
2: Pu- Putin can finger bang a prostitute and <laughs> strangle a traitor with the other hand. Meanwhile, we've got Sonia Soto full of shit over here doing uh, I can clean a diaper. And also, uh, you know, whatever, hold a baby. Oh, congratulations. You can hold a baby and do a diaper. You're, you're a hero.
1: She has an imposter disorder. She has an anxiety um, disorder. And then I just don't understand you. If you're trying to promote the CIA, what are you saying? The CIA doesn't care if you have all these issues, they're going to. Under
2: Sleepy Joe's CIA, fuck ups are welcome. <laughs> it just the ad excuse me they used to go to college campuses and say excuse me sir can we talk to you we see you have a 4.0 GPA you speak many languages you're very tough would you like to join the CIA now they go down you know to the person protesting on the college campus and say you look obese and kind of nervous (laughs) would you like to defend our country no pressure just the fate of the world okay come on we'll have snacks for you you can clean diapers and uh you know uh uh, give speeches, and there's no exercise requirements, you busty chunky.
1: Just, the ad just does not make sense for the CIA. I can see that ad as something of like, um, you know, power hey, to I, women. Like perhaps women's... it's not
2: our CIA. Maybe it's the cis idiot agenda.
1: <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs>
2: But we support, you know, we support our, our CIA very strongly. I think that this is why you need somebody strong in charge. I don't know what the hell they're doing. By the way, the CIA doesn't just advertise like, "Come to the job fair and join the nation's spies." They find you. So what the hell? Ha- what the hell is that?
1: I don't. You can I don't... apply
2: to the FBI, but the CIA comes and gets you. It's not like you walk in and say, "Hello, I have a here's a shitty diaper." I'm cis, anxious, uh, mentally retarded. Can I be on the Joe Biden CIA, sir?
1: Yeah, I just, if you want to show that the CIA is diverse and doesn't discriminate, there's another way you can do that commercial.
2: I mean, we need women to go to South America to murder people. So, of course, we need diversity in the CIA. You can't walk down to like, argentina looking like me and go hello sir can i take you to bed and strangle you no you need (laughs) you need a latina with big breasts to walk down there and you know pretend to be some drug dealer's girlfriend and then get the intel and then strangle them of course you need diversity for that but not this kind of diversity this is very stupid diversity (laughs) (laughs) if
1: if you were if you were still president in Washington, D.C., and they well, put
2: if the fake news were acknowledging my true right. presidency, is what you mean.
1: If you were right, if you were still in Washington and that ad came across your desk to approve, would you approve that and how would you change the ad?
2: I would not approve it. I I would fire whoever hired the ad agency. I would actually fire this woman from the CIA. And uh, you'd
1: fire her for making the commercial.
2: (laughs) Well, what use is she now? Look at me. I'm in the CIA. Hello, everybody. I work for the CIA. And by the way, I'm pretty easy to get to because I have diapers in my hand all the time. So (laughs) feel free to kidnap me and get state secrets from me.
1: So you kick her out of the CIA and would you just totally trash the commercial or, I mean, they're, they're trying to show that there is diversity and that it doesn't matter if you're a mother or have a family or you can be a regular person and kind of still be in the CIA. I think that's what they were trying to say that not everyone is perfect who's in the CIA.
2: Great. That's a great message.
1: (laughs) The CIA, we have some people with lots of faults. (laughs)
2: The CIA, our country is in terrible hands. Come join us. (laughs) This is Sleepy Joe's America, by the way.
1: Uh, uh, We're on on the same page on that. It was an awful ad, dumb idea. And um, under your watch, that ad would not have uh, been aired. Awful. Before we get to our next story, Mr. President. I'll tell you what my ad would have been. What what would have been? I My
2: ad would have been a strong, you know, diverse, diverse spies walking around and, uh, you know, shooting people and then having great sex and strangling people and filing paperwork. And, and then we would show families in America, sleeping safely. And we would say, we're diverse, except in one way, we don't take fuck ups, the CIA, <laughs>
1: Just keep it very simple. I like that. Yeah, I, I don't understand uh, that commercial. Makes no sense whatsoever. Before we get to our next story, Mr. President, we do have uh, an awesome, huge sponsor this week, as always, very supportive of the show, betonline.ag. Uh, you know, betonline. I use betonline. You use betonline. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on sports online. Um, it's easy to sign up. You can bet on Baseball season full swing right now. Get all the action at Bet Online. You can bet on NBA that's heading into the playoffs this month, NHL playoffs, too, UFC and MMA action every single week, boxing. There's also a casino there. All your sporting needs, all the odds, all the latest nudes on betonline.ag. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine, even reality TV shows. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, odds, best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up, people. That's right. It's free. Before... The next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and take advantage of the 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. Get 50% more money. That's five, zero, five zero, fifty 50 percent um, enter promo code CLNS50 to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. That's right. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore and get in on the action. That's Ben Online, your online sportsbook experts, benonline.ag. Follow them online. See what kind of specials they have besides the welcome bonus. After you get that first bonus, I'm sure there's some specials. Follow them at underscore ag. Take advantage of all the best bonuses in the business, and that's BetOnline.ag.
2: Also, we have and, and, um, and the, you know, and BetOnline.ag. I want to say they they're a real company. You're not going to see them throwing ads up there going, "Sure, I run a shitty company and don't know what I'm doing with gambling. Come join us." No, they're going to say we're the best. We give you great deals. We support your podcast. You should support them. It's a top flight company. It's not. Not the CIA of you know what of Joe Biden. It's not it's a much better company than that.
1: That's right. Also, please sign up for the Patreon. Patreon.com slash mpga. Lots of bonus material on the patreon we have bonus episodes every single month plus we have movie reviews live q a episodes there's a lot of crazy drama going on with the patreon presidency so check that out that's patreon.com mpga find the level that's right for you and subscribe to our youtube channel go to mpgapod.com scroll to the bottom click on the youtube link and just subscribe it costs nothing just click it and it helps us out Now, Mr. President, um, have you heard about Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers is uh, probably one of the most famous quarterbacks in the NFL. He is tied to the Green Bay Packers. When you think Aaron Rodgers, you think Cheesehead, Green Bay, Lambeau, and you know he wants to leave Green Bay now. He's upset with the general manager. He doesn't think they're building around him. They drafted a quarterback last year in the draft. He needs more weapons. What are your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers leaving Green Bay? He wants out. He wants to come to New York, Denver, or Las Vegas.
2: Well, he's weak. Uh, everybody knows that he's, you know, he's that quarterback that everybody knows. Oh, so much talent, so much talent. Oh, and another year, Tom Brady with another Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, but you know what, sir? Aaron Rodgers might be the most talented. Oh, it's another year, another Tom Brady Super Bowl. Oh, you know what? And by the way, Aaron Rodgers, terrible Jeopardy host. And I think he's one of these guys, he thinks he's more than a football player. He was, you know, he's not like Brett Favre. That's when Green Bay had a great quarterback. But this guy, I think he wanted to be Brett Favre, but like a woke left Brett Favre. And he dates these women. Oh, he dates the race car, a little lady race car driver. That's not what a, a quarterback dates the cheerleader. It's, you know, he dated uh, the race car lady,
1: Danica Patrick,
2: her. He dated
1: Olivia Wilde.
2: Okay. Well, no, no. Olivia Munn.
1: Munn. That's no, right. Olivia
2: Munn. I almost had respect for Aaron Rogers when he was dating her. And of course he messed it up. Of course he messed it up. And now he's dating like the least attractive one from big little eyes. He like went down the whole cast and said, I'll take the one that's least attractive. Thank you. Maybe he should be in a CIA commercial. I play quarterback, but I don't date hot chicks like normal quarterbacks. I want to do other things like host boring trivia shows. I'm Aaron Rodgers, and you can do whatever you want if you're a fuck up with the Green Bay Packers.
1: I like that commercial. That's a solid commercial. First take. You hit it. Uh, that That's fantastic. That's
2: why Macaulay Culkin asked me for strong acting advice. He didn't even know I had these voiceover bars.
1: <laughs> the acting school of Culkin. <laughs> of trump well i figure you would put his name on it since he's the actor and you're not the actor and you just teach there No,
2: he asked me for tips okay
1: well the acting school of trump it's yours
2: president trump acting school of presidency (coughs) sir full title (laughs) what what is the, the school called president trump's Acting school of presidency, sir. Academy state. (laughs) I think by the way, I have a, I have a powerful idea. Let's hear it. I have a powerful idea. I think that we should to further ruin sleepy Joe's stupid 4th of July. I think we should have Idaho Militia Christian t-shirts for the 4th of
1: July. (laughs) That's not a bad idea. Idaho Militia. What is it? Idaho Militia Tech?
2: Minus a point for you. Very disrespectful. It's one of our great universities. Well, it's technically a state college, you junior. It's Idaho Militia Christian Tech Bible State College.
1: I think it'd be a very easy t-shirt to make. You just put uh, just the print on the front. You just put text and that's it. It's, It's very easy.
2: Well, that's, you know, that's maybe the way the CIA would do it with their woke. What I want is Idaho militia Christian on top of the logo underneath Bible State Tech College and in the middle, a mascot that I think somebody should design for us.
1: Okay. So are you, are you giving a hint to what the mascot should be? Or are you giving it up to the list? Well, listeners? I
2: think if you think about it, the mascot should be obviously a potato with a rifle and a Bible and a graduation cap. And maybe it has strong blonde hair like Trump.
1: Well, if any uh, listeners out there, one can of our listeners,
2: that. Blue Tunes, I believe, did I saw a great that. Jim Crow Records picture for us. So we have a, you know, we have a strong artist. Uh, free T-shirt, uh, I would say. I think for that sure. would be only fair for the designer. I agree. We're gonna have a design competition, and uh, you know, and release well,
1: it, them July fourth.
2: Oh, I think it would be nice if we could we, we could release them July fourth.
1: That's a great idea.
2: May the fourth be with you.
1: And maybe make it a, a limited run. Make it a special shirt.
2: I think it would be special.
1: Yeah. Now, Mr. President, I don't know if you heard this horrible news. And then we but, sell yep. them
2: as NFTs.
1: <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> now, Mr. President, did you hear that, that Bill Gates is, is getting NFT, divorced? by
2: the way. That stands for Negroes fucking talking, which is what I used to always say in the movies. I'd say, Melatonin, look at these NFTs.
1: Oh, God. Uh, Let's move on. Um, Bill Gates getting divorced.
2: This is what happens with the CIA ads. You know, all of a sudden the tech stuff, guys. I use the proper
1: word. Yeah.
2: Even though Kanye gave me permission to say other N words, I didn't. I I I didn't.
1: You haven't cashed that in yet Well, on the podcast.
2: (laughs) Okay, well, not on the podcast, okay.
1: (laughs) What do you think about Bill Gates getting divorced? Was it 27 years and now he's getting divorced?
2: I always thought his wife was too unattractive to be married to a billionaire, especially somebody with many billions. You know, Jeff Bezos, even though I don't like him and his company, At least he upgraded. He got kind of like a a goofy looking version of Kim (laughs) Guilfoyle as his whore on the side. Goofy (laughs) Guilfoyle? That's what I call his Sanchez or whatever, whatever illegal he's dating. But, uh, you know, he was with Mackenzie, who who was a nice looking sort of plain Jane, but nice looking and got the, as the African-Americans would say, the glow up. When, uh, you know, she got that money, she seemed to get a trainer and a a dentist. But uh, no, I think, you know, I think Bill Gates is making the right decision. You know, I think if he's a total scumbag who's putting trackers in all of my supporters' vaccines. But you know, you can hate that you can you can I may hate the game, but I'll respect the player. You know, why not? You're worth a hundred billion dollars. Go out there and go out there and get some.
1: Did they say how much he's going to have to give his wife?
2: Well, I think she was, let's say, you know, Bill Gates was weak. I think she actually might've been like a real partner and not just like a California, give me half your money partner, mm-hmm. but she obviously never invented a computer chip. She just, she was like running the philanthropy. That's what they all do. Even Zuckerberg, that drone, his little wife, Chen, because mm-hmm. they always, they always do the thing. Oh, the Chen Zuckerberg. Fed, okay. Chen is doing very little work on this. You know, one, one is a pediatrician making, I don't know, $40,000 a year. The other one is, Dominating social media, making ADB and oh, but it's the Chen Zuckerberg initiative. Okay, sure it is. Uh, you notice there's never a uh, uh, there's never a Milanta Donald Foundation. <laughs> okay, there's not no. Has she, this- she's the Vanna, she's the Vanna White of the organization. She turns the letters. She you know, <laughs> she gets banged and that's it. <laughs>
1: Now, has this divorce um, sparked any motivation in you to start the proceedings or are you going to still lay low?
2: What we're actually trying to do is, you know, as you know, I never I never leave a marriage until I've locked up the next wife. So right now. You're casting. we're looking at some prospects. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, Matt Gates was one of my chief scouts <laughs> and now uh, we can no longer use him. So we're scouting talent. There's a lot of talent out there, a lot of MAGA talent. And, uh, you know, it's like a, you know, you have a swimsuit, con- you know, how you have like the Miss America. Well, the, the Trump wife competition is more discreet, but, and also more explicit. Uh, there's the, can you read portion of it? And as soon as you start reading, you're out. Like, if you can read English, you're out. And then then there's the oral portion of the competition, which is obviously very important. Uh, and then there's the... Uh, well, that's basically it. It's a pretty simple competition.
1: <laughs> uh, you're looking for a very talented person.
2: And we, of course, I mean, you have to, for registration, we've got to check the birth certificates and and whatnot to make sure that, uh, you know, that you weren't born in 1980s or earlier.
1: That's totally understandable. Now, Mr. President, have you heard about your former attorney, uh, Rudy Giuliani? There was a search warrant. Oh? Uh, Rudy Giuliani. Now it doesn't ring a bell? No. Former
2: uh, he was a, wasn't he a mayor?
1: Yeah. Of, of New York city.
2: Oh, okay. Well, what's he doing now?
1: Um, Well, I don't know. Probably praying just, because they, I'm just,
2: del- I'm just deleting some texts.
1: <laughs> That's a okay. good idea. Cause they did search his, his home. I think uh, his apartment in the city, they took I'm cell clearing
2: cache. Is that a good thing to do? You clear the cache?
1: You should clear it. I would clear it. Definitely.
2: Sounds French. I'm definitely clearing it.
1: Yeah. Um how do you feel about the search warrant they're trying to investigate the dealings in Ukraine? Um, does it make you nervous? Are you worried about anything?
2: Uh, nervous about what now?
1: Uh, well, you're erasing your cache. You're erasing text messages just now. Are you worried that they're going to find something when, when they, uh, have anything they've searched through Rudy Giuliani's apartment, anything on his computers, anything on his phones, um, emails or are you worried about them finding anything
2: oh well i don't know you know i don't really know uh whoever you know you're speaking of somebody Mm -hmm. and uh you know we wish them well i wish them you know i don't wish bad things on people so uh whoever you said rudy
1: rudy rudy yes he was your right-hand man for a little bit Mike Pence you've been seen with him in public I don't understand why you do this you can just say you're trying to pretend you don't know him and there are there are photos with him there's articles uh, there's timelines of you being with him why are you pretending you don't know him why don't you just say like we don't talk anymore and I don't even know what's going on with him and then just leave it at that then lie and say you don't really know who he is because you do know who he is excuse me did you just call me a liar OK, uh, I did not call you a liar, say you're lying about this because there is proof. You can't argue with proof and evidence.
2: I have spoken. I don't know. And now I'm kind of in darkness. So that should be intimidating. You see that I'm out of the light. That's, how you know, I'm very serious. Uh, what you're saying is disgusting. I don't know, Rudy. Okay. Uh, you said Giuliani.
1: Giuliani. Yes.
2: Well, I would never have, you know, and I mean this with great respect to the Kushners. I wouldn't hire an Italian lawyer.
1: Okay. Okay. I rest my case.
2: Now I had Alan Dershowitz. Remember him? That's Mm -hmm. a Trump, that's a Trump lawyer.
1: Okay. Well, if you don't know who he is, we'll just move on to the the next piece of news. And that is uh, the Pfizer vaccine. You received the vaccine for COVID. I don't know which one you received. Uh, Hopefully, not Johnson and Johnson, but they are now giving the vaccine to twelve to fifteen-year-olds. And I know
2: that's Mike Mike Pence's favorite
1: vaccine. (laughs) What Johnson and Johnson? Okay. (laughs) Now, is Baron your son going to get the Pfizer vaccine because they're now giving it to children twelve to fifteen? I think he's fifteen years old. 14 years old oh baron uh you've you've uh called him dirk nowitzki you've referred to him as many tall white basketball players um do you remember
2: well i wouldn't advise kids getting the vaccine i know when i was talking you know when i got the vaccine rudy giuliani also got the pfizer with me
1: and, we you spoke just about said, it and You just said you have no clue who Rudy Giuliani is, and now you're telling me that you just got the vaccine with him? Who? <laughs> oh? Exactly. Okay. So you don't think children should be getting the Pfizer vaccine? Is that what you're saying?
2: No, I think... No, I don't. I think I have grown children, mm-hmm. also, no- you know, adults. They're also known as adults. And I wouldn't have either one of my kids get a vaccine before they were an adult that was not tested properly.
1: Yeah. I don't, I think they should be doing some more studies, uh, before giving it the children as well. I don't think I would let my son get the vaccine as of yet either. So I think you're making the right decision, but does Ivanka and, and everyone else have the vaccine like your adult children?
2: Ivanka got the vaccine before I did. That's, you know, we put our kids first, you know, that you're a parent. Okay. Um, you know, I I made sure that Ivanka was vaccinated. She's precious cargo, we call her.
1: Well, Mr. President, it is the first um, episode of the month, and there are some questions that have been sent in. Where we from give
2: our where we give our fans presidential podcast welfare benefits. That's right. Um, Bone Trump and Harmony.
1: Now this question is a little rude because they're assuming that you're going to go to jail In this question. Okay. And it, it's from, um, always solar in Philadelphia and it's on Instagram since diet Coke is not sold in jail. Well, how does always sold, uh, always solar in Philadelphia know that if they've served jail time, they, they have to and know it's that. called
2: complimentary. Yes. Okay. Why would I have to buy a Diet Coke? I just say, Give me a Diet Coke. And they say, Yes, sir.
1: Well, you know, there's home recipes in jail where they make alcohol. How would, is there a homemade recipe um, that you can use to make a prison version of Diet Coke? Do you know of this?
2: Uh, yes, I do. Here's what we do we say, Not in jail because I didn't do any crimes. And I will have a diet coke, sir. And then they bring me a diet coke. But in jail, you think somebody—you ever see the movie Goodfellas?
1: Yes, great movie.
2: That would be sort of like, you know, I'd be having my own suite in a jail. And I don't even think they'd put a president in jail. Period. I think I'd be under house. They'd do house arrest. You can't put a president in jail. I mean, you, they, don't have, you don't have the security. You don't have the proper, you know, what are you going to put five Secret Service people in jail as well? That's a fair to them.
1: I'm sure they can figure out how to um, imprison a uh, president or former president. I, I think that's the least of their concerns of security. There's plenty of money in the jail system where they could. Uh, what if
2: they stop me from raping inmates? <laughs>
1: I didn't know you were going to start.
2: <laughs> well, you've got to establish your power.
1: <laughs> Who would you go after first to establish power? The biggest well, guy get, or the smallest?
2: Well, I would get Mike Pence to probably plead guilty to something. So we could go to the same prison and he'd say, yes, sir, I'll come to jail with you. And then I'd go after Mike Pence <laughs> and we'd sort of all enjoy it. You know, he'd be going, yes, sir, thank you. And every prisoner would go, whoa, this guy is butt raping his own vice president. Let's not mess with him.
1: Well, you know, what's funny is that the next question is about former Vice President Pence uh, from Instagram, the Archduke of Tralf- Tralfalmador. Um, Dear Mr. President, sir, almost oh exalted one, did you ever use BGMP to help the U.S. get our way in any world leaders that had sexual proclivities that skewered towards the peculiar? If so, are you at liberty to share the deets?
2: Uh, that's a great question, and you know we used, we mostly used melatonin for the sort of international, you know, communications with leaders. Okay. You know, like when she, you know, she spent some time with Putin. She spent some time with Xi. Uh, she even jerked off Duterte very quickly <laughs> in the Philippines. I so I know that. Okay. No, we called it Operation Filipinas. Uh, so she was mainly doing the strong work on that in that department. Uh, but Mike Pence um, in Greece, I remember on a trip to Greece, you know, he was very excited to come to Greece. And we said, no, not the musical, Mike, not the musical. Uh, this is the place with the butt sex. And he said, sir, I know that's <laughs> why I'm extra happy. Uh, he, you know, he said he liked the philosophy and the democracy, and he named some other the Greek salads. He liked all the Greek things, uh, but he was very instrumental in getting us some good deals in Greece. Not like political deals, but um, you know, discounts on our dinner. And things like that. Like he was yeah. like, "I'll be right back, sir. I think I can get fifty percent <laughs> off this meal." And then he would disappear into the kitchen and come back with some Alfredo sauce and fifty percent <laughs> off the uh, the meal. So you know, we don't like him anymore. But he was a he was a great. It, when he was on, he was on.
1: He was a, a, loyal, soldier. a loyal soldier. Loyal soldier.
2: He was the power bottom of the United States for sure.
1: <laughs> Um, we do have a question from our current Patreon president, uh, Rudley with the hard R. He, His question is, Mr. President, Dr. Sir, what are your thoughts of the Chicago Bears drafting an African-American quarterback in the first round of the NFL draft?
2: You know what? I have to give Rudley with the hard throbbing R a very, <laughs> uh, I have to give him a strong thumbs up here. Because as great as the reign of Tom Fitzgerald was, and it was a great presidency, I don't remember him asking questions. No. You know, so obviously, Rudley is a president of the people, which is, uh, you know, I think that's important. Uh, I thought it was typical. I thought the Chicago Bay, you know, the only thing that would have been better is if he had been a gay black quarterback going to the Chicago Bears. But I think, uh, you know, Chicago's drafting a Chicago. I think you, who, who, anybody could have predicted that.
1: I want. I, yep. I haven't
2: called them Chicago's for a while.
1: It's been a while.
2: We're bringing back the oldies.
1: Rudley with the hard R. All uh, he also um, has a second question, but we'll see. Okay, well,
2: that. you know, no, and you know what? A no, third question,
1: three questions here. You
2: see, and now I have to take back the compliment because maybe Tom Fitzgerald knew that less is more. <laughs> And Rudley seems to think more There's is more, more. <laughs> and you know that's uh, we'll have to look into that maybe at our next Q and A session. We'll see.
1: Uh, this comes from Dan Everett, Mister Doctor Commander President Esquire, Sir. Will there be reformulated versions of Trump Plasma available for COVID twenty one twenty three? And will Ted Nugent be a con- uh, a consultant in their development?
2: Uh, That's a great question. Obviously, my plasma was uh, very powerful, and uh, Ted Nugent is more interested in COVID fourteen to seventeen, and not so much twenty one to twenty three. But he's he's a strong patriot, as you know. Great, great musician, great patriot. But uh, you know, if they need my plasma, they now well now they can pay me for it. That's right. Before, when I was president, it was like, okay, we'll do it for the people. Well, now I'm a private citizen, according to the fake news. I think I'm still president. I know that I'm still president, but if they, they can't have it both ways. They can't call me a private citizen, sir, and then not give me the benefits of a private citizen. So they can choose. They can either, they can get my plasma for free, which means I'm president or they can pay me tremendous amounts of money. And then, you know, either way they lose.
1: I have, I think, two questions for you here left. Um, And this comes from Steve Maresca. These are Facebook questions. The most questions came in from Facebook this week. So my apologies for hating on all the Facebook questions from um, last month because Facebook really came through. Twitter, I don't know where you've been. Um, And uh, Instagram, you tried. But Facebook won this week. Um, In Australia, it was said that our prime minister – the great Christian Scott Morrison spent 150,000 taxpayer funds for an empathy coach. And they're wondering, were you in fact, that empathy coach? Uh,
2: That's a great question from our friends in Australia. Very good. That's actually, I think I want to give that a new award that gets Trump's gold star question of the (laughs) month.
1: (laughs) Congratulations, Steve.
2: So, where you know we can we share this with the people. I was his empathy coach. I was. He was. Uh, he was showing too much empathy, and I told him cut that shit out.
1: How did you and, train him?
2: Well, what I did was I before our. You see, when I'm an empathy coach, there's behind the scenes work that has to happen before day one. Right. So I had sex <laughs> with his wife and filmed it. And then what I did was I came in first session. Okay. I walk in and I say, oh my goodness, a terrible thing has happened. Your wife was in an accident. And he goes, however, the Austrian, a Crocky Crocky, I can't (laughs) believe that Mr. (laughs) President, sir. And I said, do you feel are you feeling empathy right now and then i said and he says good night mate and he's about to leave and then i press play on my phone and say well who's this getting raw dogged by a certain president and all of a sudden his empathy went away all of a sudden he felt nothing but rage and i said lesson one very good and we had lessons like that. Like one time, you know, uh, there was a sad puppy. I showed him a video of a sad puppy. Okay, and he said, right. "Oh, that's that's so sad, mate, mate. That that's a sad puppy, mate." And the prime minister has to turn into crocodile Dundee every question. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we had trained that sad puppy to be a vicious killing machine. So we bring the puppy in and all of a sudden it's a full grown dog and it starts mauling a cat and then went after the prime minister and bit his (laughs) leg and now he doesn't have the empathy anymore. So we've done very strong empathy coaching. It's a very radical, aggressive coaching style, but uh, it's seeing great results. And that's why he's, I think, being more and more conservative and less and less empathetic because when you're a leader, you can't have, you know, you can be the sleepy Joe type and you see what empathy gets us. It gets us pathetic CIA commercials. That's where, empathy. that's where famous sleepy. Ah, Joe,
1: they're connected.
2: Comes. What you need is tough leadership. Somebody who doesn't put, who doesn't lead with their heart, because if you lead with your heart, all of a sudden you're going to say, Oh, I feel bad for that person. Maybe I should make a stupid decision because I feel bad. Now, always tough, always strong
1: always tough always strong the last question i have well the
2: president um, you can ask another rudley question i just you know it's going down his file
1: yeah i don't know none of these really uh excite me i like the the first one um this one comes from amy minor on facebook and says sir amy minor how old is she uh it's an M I N E R not O R
2: well then she's probably pretty young if she can't spell minor maybe i'm 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 at full attention amy
1: <laughs> sir just as sir please address Linwood claim that sleepy joe is gone and you are in the oval office
2: linwood is a very passionate person and probably the most aggressive lawyer I've had since Rudy Giuliani. And sometimes he speaks a little too passionately. And I think he was probably, I think he means symbolically. I think he means some, because I'm obviously at Mar-a-Lago doing strong presidenting down here. Mm-hmm. I think he means my spirit is filling the white house. Otherwise he's a total uh, crazy nutbag, danger to society. But I don't think that I think he's just a tough, passionate person. So I think he just means that my spirit is in the White House. Like I'm haunting Sleepy Joe and like, you know, groping Jill when she sleeps like in the movie
1: Ghostbusters,
2: (laughs) Drunkbusters
1: or the the movie Ghost. Um, No, no. Well, Mr. President, excuse me. There was a specific
2: scene where Dan Aykroyd gets a blowjob from a ghost this was not the Patrick Swayze ghost. stressed in power, Patrick.
1: Understand. Well, thank you to all the listeners for their questions. And again, we will do it next month. First episode of the month, um, Mr. President, uh, thank you for joining us once again. And it is uh, May and we're going strong. And again, betonline.ag. Thank you so much to you every single week. And please subscribe to the YouTube channel mpgapod.com. Click on subscribe on the YouTube link and patreon.com mpga. Pick a level that is good for you. Also, if you are in New York City on Mother's Day, come down to Bel Air Diner this Sunday with mom and the family at 6 p.m. for a Mother's Day show. There's dinner, there's booze, it's gonna be nice out, outdoor seating. Um it, it's the show's been great, so come and check that out. bellairdiner.myc Mr. President, um, any parting words for us?
2: Yes. Hello, everybody. Hey guys, it's JL. Um, a few things. Um, just go to JLcomedy.com. I got th- I got three nights of shows in the DC area next week. They just added a Friday show in Sterling, Virginia. So those tickets are going quickly. I know one of the shows on Saturday already sold out. Um, So uh, if you're in the DC, Maryland, Virginia area, uh, five shows total, one sold out. So I guess four now uh, get tickets to that. Um, I'm in Newark, New Jersey on Friday, if any of my listeners are locals to me, Uh, Newark, New Jersey on Friday for a show ticket link and everything is on my website as well. And then uh if you're in the boston hartford area i've said it on my own podcast by the way go listen to righteous pk podcast uh, link link to that also on my website but uh huge show for me june 10th hartford funny bone um and i'm adding some shows it looks like i may be headed to salt lake city this summer um of course not while the jazz are playing that's my luck but uh <laughs> Yeah. Let me know on Twitter or somewhere. If you are a Utah person, I know I get a lot of, a lot of action from Utah people when I'm talking hoops and stuff, but uh, you know, like I said, dates are being added slowly, but surely, uh, unfortunately, I don't have the, the pull to just drop a 20 date tour. I just got to keep adding them when I can add them. But uh, yeah, for now, DC, Maryland area and, um, and Hartford, big shows need to sell well on those shows. So hopefully you can get tickets and I'll see you in person i I'm fully vaccinated and uh, I, I'll just look a little fatter than the last time you saw me. Uh, so that's it. Thank you for listening to this show. As always, and happy, we... happy
1: mother's day to all the mothers out there this Sunday. Happy mother's day. I guess. Why? Well, yeah, that's yes. right.
2: You're right. You're right. This will, we won't be recording till after mother's day. So that's true. Um, this, this month's bonus episode will be a Memorial day themed bonus um we've already done a powerful mother's day last year i think uh it's fondly remembered it's one of the greatest bonus episodes in the history of podcasting uh we'll have a q a usually one of the last thursdays of the month you know the deal so and maybe by the by the end of this month i will have reviewed a movie that i've seen in a the theater that'd be cool Ooh, nice yeah, probably not but maybe maybe um but that's it guys we do appreciate if you're still listening we really appreciate your support um, in every way that you support it uh, unless you're somebody who simply listens doesn't join our patreon and doesn't give us a five-star review on apple those are the, the one group of fans that we call them a piggers with a hard r <laughs> the ones who don't give any monetary or review support you that's guys right. need to step up if you want that r dropped at least give us a five-star review So thank you for listening. Thank you for your support and God help us all.